lovely people. Welcome to yet another week of our podcast. I'm Noreen. I am Amanda. And together we are Love Is It. Whether you is for you. We have another exciting episode today of uh, what are we talking about why you're gonna marry the wrong person anyways i purposely had you say that because i know how much you don't want to say that I, I i reject this topic but we're here so you know we're here having this topic so i think it was actually started out as uh love isn't communication why you're going to marry the wrong person yes. anyways and the idea behind it is we have checklists, we have uh, all these great expectations, often unstated yes, ones, yeah. about what it is that we want from a partner, but don't actually know what it is that we want. That is true. And also, we usually don't tell our partners what we want from them. Mm-hmm. We just expect them to miraculously know mm. that this is what we want. So, I guess... There is, he's technically a philosopher that I First of all, love. before you start with the philosopher, how are you doing? How is your week? Can we not just, like, I know you're excited about this topic, but I am, I am. I am um, finally slowing things down. Last week was crazy busy. There is a few things that are in the background for me that I'm working on. So, yeah, I am trying to slow things down. I have about... 12 case notes to get through tonight. Tonight? I'm hoping. If I get through half, I'll be happy. Okay. I feel like Most of them are initials, which are like two pages. <laughs> the ones that are just like, what did we talk about? Where is the in progress? And all of that, those ones are easy. The ones that are not so easy is the initial, where I have to conceptualize uh, what I think is going on. Mm. Yep. I feel you on that. Um, yeah, as for me, not much. <laughs> You're over vacation? I am over uh, the virus. I am over being... I, I love being by myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm also at this point where I'm like, enough. Can I go out there and... But also... What you want to do? I want to go to work. I feel like most of my identity was so much based on the work that i did because i always had two three four jobs always had something to Mm. do and now actually having to sit down it's like no no this is not it see i've been telling everyone to reject this idea that your work defines you but you don't i think i don't it's not something that i just went to and was like you know it's like I've never had this much time to just sit on my hands since I was 16. I don't remember not having to worry about, am I going to make it from this job to that job? Mm. Am I going to hand in this assignment on time? Not having those worries should be liberating. But for whatever reason, here I am, like, give me something to do. Bother me. You can do my case notes. Let me be stressed. I Uh, also didn't meet your clients. so It's also illegal for me to let you do that. I know. I'm like, hmm. But I actually found this time to be quite liberating. Even before this whole quarantine thing, as of like October last year, I decided that I was going to reject working full time. Mm. And I went from having uh, almost three jobs 
two of them were part-time in one full-time job and saying, you know what, I am just going to work when I feel like working and only working a number of days per week and always having my Fridays off. Uh, Thursdays is a half day. Uh, Wednesdays I work in the evenings. Uh, Tuesday I work sometimes and then Mondays in the evenings. That's it. Mm, I worked every single day. I was either from school from class to one job, from the, the other job to sleep or finish an assignment the next mm-hmm. day. It's like always that. And I'm like, I, I, I actually like to be busy. Did you like being busy or do we live in a culture that says you need to be busy in order for you to be quote unquote productive, but also a great member of society? Because I, I, I do nothing and I feel great. <laughs> the thing is, I really don't care about the culture that we live in. I find myself not really trying to follow the culture. Someone but I think said she lives out of the metric. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think I, lately somebody has been making it a point to remind me of how weird I am because I have things. Anyways, moving on from that. But it's like, it's be, is it better than my mother calling pineapple apple pine? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like I I haven't I have always rejected what society has like prescribed. Yes, I uh-huh. always I'm always saying no. But I think for me it was my myself putting that pressure on myself, saying that you need to work, you need to do all these things. Also, because I knew that if I went to work, I was getting paid. So remember when I said why you're gonna marry the wrong person, anyways? Because <laughs> uh, people be weird out here. <laughs> this is it. Somebody said. The reason why you you are single and you are not getting married and you are having a hard time, I never said I had a hard time, but this is this was their they diagnosis. They concluded this for yes. you. Yeah, okay. Is apparently I am so weird and I am hard to read. So what are you supposed to be? An open book, whatever that means. I was like, I feel like, well, I I agree, I am weird, but also weird as opposed to what. What is no? What is normal? Like what, what is, is quote unquote normal, and who defines what normal is? Yeah, and Fair. who the hell are you to tell me about my weirdness? But you know, <laughs> he he's a, he's a friend, so he was just like, okay, he was like, well, you're so hard to read. I never know what you want, and I'm like, mm, okay. But okay. also, why do you need to know what someone wants? Why don't you just come out and ask? Because I feel like that's part of the reason why I wanted to have this topic is love isn't communication isn't just communication because when we talk about communication people think about just talking yeah like communication to me is about connection yeah like when i communicate are we connecting and if you don't know what it is that i'm desiring at what particular time what's so difficult about asking the question i feel like we have a lot of us have um, falling into this belief or idea that if I'm, I like that person, I should know their needs or their wants. You know what I mean? Also, there's an expectation, yeah. Yeah. as we said. Yeah. And the one that gets me all the time is, we've been together for X amount of time. How do you not know this about me? <sighs> I would prefer for someone to come and ask me, hey, what's your take on how do you feel about that's interesting tell me more rather than saying last week you wanted coffee yeah this week i want tea (laughs) how dare you change your mind how dare i change my mind i'm allowed to change my mind 
why do I have to always like the same thing? Because that's the thing that helps you feel comfortable, but has nothing to do with me. That is true. Right? That is true. So why you're going to marry the wrong person comes from uh, Alan. What's Alan's last name? I have no idea. I've, I, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. I've had it. But. Yeah. You go, he's on YouTube and basically he says, uh, okay, this one is just like, it's a side note, but maybe it plays a role in how everything else works in it so he's like Walt Disney is the most dangerous man in the world trash I hate that man <laughs> so well, do you dreams. agree do you agree then because that's what he's, he's saying basically this, what Disney did was mm-hmm. he sold you a dream of how this is how romance goes and then you get to the real world and people start asking questions and start acting you're like this is not part of the script this is not what was I supposed didn't to happen know, you know I didn't know yeah. that this is where this was going well, I'm sorry, Cinderella, your prince didn't just show up with a glass shoe and but all also, you had to do was but, put it on. But also, if you look at all those things, all those movies, you realize how toxic they were. Well, and his idea <laughs> is Walt Disney is the most dangerous man in the world because he sells us those ideas. And then after he has sold us those ideas, we are disappointed. <laughs> and the only way we show our emotions is through anger. That is true. So we get angry and we're frustrated. And then what happens is the other person that's on the receiving end says you're hard to read. But that's the whole point. That is true. That is true. But also, like, I'm just, I just think about it and I'm like, all these movies that I've consumed as a child have brought me here uh-huh. into my old age. <laughs> <laughs> being single okay because i i expect <laughs> the prince charming to come and save me from this disastrous <laughs> this disastrous <laughs> of your life of doing nothing and then when you get a prince you're going to do what madam <laughs> I, I don't know be a stay-at-home mom have children live happily which is ever exactly after. what you're doing <laughs> live happily ever after i hate that statement can we cancel that statement happily ever after that's true well, okay, here's the best part. And this is why you're going to marry the wrong person. Because all Disney shows you is how to get the guy, how to get to the wedding day, and then guess what? Cut! That is true. Cut! I, they, I honestly, they, my, my theory is they, they taught us how to... They, Find love. How, no, not even how to, to be... You know the chase yeah. when they chase you. Mm-hmm. What happens when you get caught? Nobody <laughs> do explains. They tell you you can be chased, be chased, chase her, chase. So then, how do you... we actually have a relationship or create a relationship, right? So I'm going to say Alan Bolton. Maybe that's not his name. He's Australian. Look him up. He's on YouTube. Why you're going to marry the wrong person, anyways? And th- he says we all don't know how to handle our emotions. And then when we get into relationships, we expect these people that also don't know how to handle their relationships to handle your relationship <laughs> and true. handle your emotions, true. which half of them, you are saying one thing, but you actually mean another thing. That's true. And one example that he gives is the A-type person. And don't quote me on this. It might just be like me messing things up, but he's like the A-type person comes home and is like, why didn't you do this? What they're trying to say at that moment is, I feel lonely and the world doesn't make sense right now. Can you please hold me? But then, who wants to be that vulnerable? <laughs> like, 
I, I know this is one of the things that we should say, we should be saying to our partners and stuff like that. But I'm like, also, Who wants I'm to be a that? gangster. <laughs> Love is for the week. Uh, <laughs> no. I retired that I cancelled that statement you can't, in my oh, life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we say what we don't mean and the stuff that we're actually trying to communicate is not the stuff that we say. Well, we say say things expecting our partners to read in between the lines of what we're trying to say. Oh, because guess what? My partner can read minds. Yeah, because if I say mm-hmm. I I need a, I need you to hold me right now. And I'm sure there's people that, that are able to communicate that way. But I'm like, if I say, I'm like, am I being a weak person? And why do you have to look at it as am I being weak or not weak? Why do you have to stay quote-unquote strong? Oh, because I'm a strong black woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, that I is also, just, that that's is another just statement, statement that needs to be retired. <laughs> yep. oh, like, but that's a whole other thing for another time. But I just, I don't know. It's just, I just think that the movies, the movies, Disney, but it's not just and the all movies. these things have done us a disservice. And even like, I think also, I would like to be, thank my parents and my, because my grandmother never fought with her husband in front of us. So it you was, never got to see what no, happens behind. We only see the kiki. <laughs> you know, you don't see the the stuff of like, yep. okay, this is how they're going through conflict and how how do they, they resolve, resolve that conflict. conflict. Right? One of the things that uh, Alan, by the way, I think I figured his name. It is um, Alan. De Bolton. So I wasn't too far off. You say Bolton. I don't Bolton, know. Bolton, Michael Bolton. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's what that's where on. that came from. But one of the things that it says is when you're a child, you don't have to do much. Your parents just love you. They bring you a tray of food when you're sick. They mm-hmm. take care of you. But you don't have to do anything in return to love them. Mm-hmm. Right? So then you grow up thinking that love is also one-sided. Mm. Right? Like that is true. It is... Um, I know how to receive love. Do I know how to give <laughs> love? <laughs> the, I, I think I'm the opposite way, actually. But also, part of that is the culture in which we live in, where we are told, humble thyself, do everything someone else is going to lift you up. And we're told to give love, right? Mm-hmm. But also, how do you receive the love back and receive it as love, mm-hmm. which is going to take a lot more than just saying, so you didn't buy me flowers. I have to go beyond the behavior and understand the intention behind it. I feel like I'm being technical today. You, girl, you're in your bag today. I'm thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love doing couples work. So anytime someone says talk relationship, I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to say. <laughs> right. But how do you receive love as love? We've t- have we talked about five languages before? Uh, no, we haven't. Do we talk about the five langu- African loving languages or do we talk about the five we love have, languages? We haven't talked about any love languages yet. Mm. Okay, which ones do you want to do? Let's talk about regular love languages. We'll talk about our parents later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the five love languages are uh, quality time, acts of service, gift, my favorites, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, physical touch, and... Uh, words of affirmation yes so people tend to either be have three dominant ones out of those yeah. so did it, i tell you mine changed to what now <laughs> i used to be um gifts 
I gifts. buy people gifts to like show my love. Yeah, but you can, okay. I get it. She's about to make it about me. No, 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 no. I am about to. But because you all, your love language is gifts. Mm-hmm. I you, love people the way I expect them to love me. I'm very much aware of that. I'm trying to tell you, love me this way. And then this one doesn't buy me gifts. I don't. I like, I'm forever buying you gifts. Anytime I go somewhere and I say something, I'm like, here. I thought about you. Here. I, I like every time to we me. come to this podcast, she she shares her grievances about this friendship every time. There's no, something I, that she's, she's like, mm, this is not going to work. She didn't do this. Okay, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. I, I am telling you that I'm very much aware of my love languages and how I show love. Rather than saying, love me this way and only this way. Mm. Right? Okay. It's okay. I'm okay if you show me love in other words. But also, how do you think you show me love? I listen. I give you <laughs> Did I mention listen as part of listen, a love language? Listen, I give, I give you words of affirmation, <laughs> uh, quality time. Acts of service. So this podcast is part of, of the quality time. Yes, this is quality time we're spending together. Okay. Also, like we're on the phone. Not not as much lady, but we yeah. usually been on the phone for like six hours a day. Okay. Out of the whole day. That's Out of the, true. I like to take naps. I am compromising my nap time to to talk to my lover. Do you know and how much I also support your napping now? I used to struggle with it. It's only because you are busy. I promise you, as soon as everything goes back to dying, she'll to be, be like, why are you sleeping for? Why? <laughs> well, if we can go out and have, like, drinks on a patio <laughs> and do something what else. What did I say? <laughs> why, why are we sleeping? Like, yeah. do you know how short the summer is, though? I, sl- I don't care what time of the year it is. Mm-hmm. I, I want to sleep. No, but my, my love language used to be gifts. And now it has changed to quality time. Mm-hmm words of affirmation and then gifts is the third one but it's not as is it more of like acts of service more than a gift gift yeah yeah because i realized why i love the gifts because my mother wasn't there when i was growing up (laughs) so you know you know receive no gifts (laughs) no 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 but her way of showing me that she loved me was her sending things Okay. Because she wasn't there. Mm. So she kept on sending things and sending things. And that's how. I, but now that I'm older and, you know, I, I, I'm I, realizing that there are more important things that are value than people buying me gifts. Okay. So I. I am still gifts. I, I, I will accept all gifts. And uh, I love receiving gifts in the morning. We know. Afternoon, <laughs> anytime, any day, anytime. This any is day. what Bridget called a bee last time. Because <laughs> uh, I, I need if you buy me flowers, at least to communicate something. It's not about the flowers dying or not, it's the fact that you bought me something. Mm. Someone said to me, Why do you want flowers? Can I buy you something that's long lasting? I'm like, No, buy me flowers. <laughs> like, I don't care, you can buy me a necklace all you want, but if you go to the grocery store and pick up flowers on your way out. That communicates that it wasn't just about you picking up the kale or the spinach I forgot. What? <laughs> Why she seriously got quiet and stared at me? Why? I... Every day, every time I record, she always says something. I'm like, I know exactly what she's talking about. What would, what would she bring it up right now? But it's not, it's not that particular just one person. I'm saying this in general okay. that if you buy me something... I appreciate it 
flowers more than anything else. But okay. Don't buy me flowers. Edible arrangements. You don't want no edible arrangements. No. They dip. Why? Well, what fruit, type of fruits do they dip there? Well, there's pineapples. There's strawberries. Look at us get distracted. <laughs> that is not the point. <laughs> the point is whatever checklist you have, as long as you are not going to be in tune with the values, the emotions underneath, you are not going to marry the right person. So basically, hence why you are marrying the wrong person. So basically, set set you for whatever comes your way. But also, it's not about the person being right or wrong. What it comes down to is, are you aware of your traumas? Are you aware about how you've received love, how you understand love? And um, I'm going to say this. Sometimes we're not looking for love because mm-hmm. we want someone to love us. We're looking for someone that resembles the trauma mm-hmm. and the hurt that we've had from yes. our childhood and our experiences that when someone comes and he does all these nice things, gives you flowers, blah, gives blah, blah, gives you the world, you're going to say no. Where's Be- the moon? Where- <laughs> Where's the moon? But also because you are used to someone dragging you, choking you a little bit. <laughs> I feel like she has said this so many times. You know, you're not going to accept it the same way because you feel like that's not what you've seen as love. Earlier, you mentioned your grandmother not showing you how like to handle conflict, right? So when someone comes and starts fighting with you, you're probably going to like distance yourself or try to run away from the whole thing. I just shut down. You shut down. We're not going to engage. We're not going to fight. No. I'm, I'm fine with fighting. I think I saw my parents fighting. You love fighting. I don't love fighting. I keep quiet. And then when I have something to say, I will not stop. Yes. That's what I mean. <laughs> when you press your button, it's like, you don't, it just goes Do not off. press like, it. Today, today I even saw you clapping. I was like, girl, it's not that serious. It, it, it was. It was that deep. He's not going to listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter what I say. But, I but just, it was that deep. But I was like, like, she was clapping her hands and her mother was just looking at her like, what is, what did I, where did I go wrong? Like, where did I go wrong? Uh, I've seen you fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you went wrong. So to me, if like, we're going to be in a relationship and there's no riffraff for a little bit, I don't know if what, I'm What kind of riffraff? Okay. Girl, what just kind of... <laughs> I say just a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what kind of, what kind of rough rough? I'm, I'm if it's too smooth, I start to wonder what's going on. Oh, because you, you, you are so used you, I, to I recognize, yeah, I recognize okay. my trauma. I recognize that I need to have like a lot of things going on at the same time and distract mm-hmm. myself. But also seeing my parents handle their conflict that way heads me thinking that's the best way to do it. Mm. Okay, this is me thinking, but my rational mind comes on. Mm. My rational like, I, I actually like have to do, I have to go away and think and think about what I'm going to say because mm-hmm. what I've one thing I've learned from my mother is that she just she just hits below the belt. It just goes like it starts it starts on a level that mm. you're like okay let's be respectful. Mm-hmm. One thing the person says and it's like okay so your mama did it's like it, it, it goes deeper mm-hmm. than it's supposed to so i always try and be like you know i'm not gonna fight right now until i have, I have gathered my argument and i have all my thoughts properly so i'm not going to disrespect you in the process but also by not engaging that's a problem no but i also feel like um i i tell you that i'm not going to engage with you right now but you know the people that are used to fighting are going to press at that and you're just 
highlighting. No, like, you don't want the ugly though. I don't want to fight ugly. I want to fight fair. Let's just both of us, let's retreat. When you annoy me, I stop answering the text messages. I go retreat, get <laughs> myself together, come back and be like, okay, first of all, no, mm-hmm. don't do that again. But I, I'm not just going to approach without thinking it through. But doesn't that come from the self-awareness that you have? Probably. Right. And that's the whole point here. The fact that people don't have that level of awareness. We just get into relationships and we say, I like you. Uh, There's the animalistic instinct of I'm drawn to you. And then when the emotions come up, we clash. Mm, That's true. We clash because we haven't really talked about how do you handle conflict? Why is conflict that way you know, for you? You know, it's funny. I've been asking people around me lately if they've talked to their partners about the type of relationships they expect or they want or their roles that they expect to their girlfriends or Oh, the ones that they've seen. Yeah, and they, most of them have said no. And I was like, so what do, What happens in these relationships? No, we, ju- we just get in there. Um I guess I guess that's the thing. Wasn't think, that the idea of like, what did you guys talk about in this relationship? We did not talk. <laughs> I, that is true. Sometimes you don't need to talk. Okay, I've never been in those relationships, but I, I, other I things hear. did the talking. Other I, things I did the talking. I was not talking to you. Other things were doing the talking. So th- th- that's that. And seriously, I don't think if you listen to this, you're going to like judge me because that's not the point. But. I'm you here to say my mind. It's judge all you want. It is. Uh, I'm here to <laughs> okay, say what's focus, going on for me. Focus on on Michael Bolton. It's <laughs> don't even think that is that's his name. But that's what yeah, you said. That, that that's his name. Yeah. No, it's Allen. Okay, Allen. It's Allen. Allen is a very simple guy, and uh, he says. Uh, <laughs> Basically, I feel like his when... life is like yeah. I haven't gotten to that level of awareness in life that's required to be in a relationship. He's like maybe in my sixties, will he get to it? But I feel like like oh, I was watching Love on the Spectrum, uh-huh. and it made me realize that sometimes maybe we just put too much like expectations on people on ourselves alone these relationships. Because I'm seeing... But it's within relationships that a lot of ruptures and uh, self-esteem and stuff like that gets disrupted. So it's within relationships that the healing also takes place. But sometimes we look for healing where the hurt <laughs> took place. Every time she says healing, I see Jada saying... <laughs> you see? You see? Who's healing? Oh my God, this is what Jada one day. Jada was going through. Jada me, me and Jada. Me, <laughs> me and Jada be on the same spectrum, okay? We're coming for some healing here. No, but, but my point was with love on the spectrum, it made me realize maybe first of all... And maybe, it's on Netflix, Yeah, right? maybe okay. I need to be in the spectrum. Oh. <laughs> this is the part where she's weird anyways. Yeah, yeah, maybe I need to be in the spectrum. Oh, it's just we put so much expectations on other people and we put so much not value but we depend on other people so much where these these kids most of them they're young they're just like i just want somebody to love me i just want to be loved and but then what is love how do they love you right because even if we say the five love languages that's not enough remember we don't want love that is actually the one in the movies we want the one that we've had the one that resembles that level of suffering Right. Well, most of them they end up gravitate gravitating to somebody who also has um, a disability or something that they can relate to. But you know why? They 
the science and the scientist and the relationship gurus say this. If your emotional regulation level is, let's say, a 72, you are more likely to be with someone that's a 65. So then your child becomes the average of those two. Mm. Right? So if I'm a 72 and my partner is at a 65, I can let myself talk at a 65 and regulate my emotions mm, at a 65. I'm lowering myself rather than going up mm. to an 80% that holds me accountable. That asks you, express your words. Mm. So then I'm forced to like flip the table, stupid text. I, <laughs> I'm forced to do those other things rather than actually express my emotions. Because if I'm with someone that says, Hey, Amanda, you had her. She's the type that says, I'm going to take a break and then we can come back and have this conversation and I'm ready to fight. This isn't going to work. I'm going to fight her to a point where she ends up having that conversation or engaging with the conversation, but it's, it's not but it's not actually healthy. Mm-hmm. No, is it actually helping to resolve the conflict? Because you end up fighting about the fight. Yeah. rather than what the issue is. Yeah. I think earlier on I mentioned ensuring that you have the same values, the same value system as someone. But those values also shift and change based on like other things that go on in your life. That's true, yeah. And when we say we are in partnership with someone, we're in partnership with an idea of them. So it is the ideal self, not the actual person that's in front of us. And when that person is actually truly in front of us, we don't know what to do with them. Like, I'm like, I want someone that's not emotionally as available because I'm so busy. And then when I see you, it's great. And when you're not, I'm fine with that. And then you get a man that's not emotionally available. (laughs) I am blowing up your phone (laughs) like every 20 minutes. I'm like, so you didn't text me today. Why didn't you text me? You didn't even text me me good morning. You've been out for a couple hours and yesterday didn't get my good morning text. Like, like how, how do you breathe knowing that you haven't spoken to me? I think I, I realized that earlier on that the things that I kept on saying I wanted and every time they came to me and I was presented with them and I was like, no, that's no. not, that's not it. That's not it. You changed your mind that quickly. And I'm like, no. And it's just like, then what do you want? Like be honest with yourself and the people that you're mm-hmm. actually engaging with and saying, this is what mm-hmm. I want. And that's like, no. So then what, what do you want? I just want somebody to love me. No, I don't even know what that means. Exactly. Yeah. No, we... Do you want someone that's at a distance and then they send you things to say that they love you and care for you? No, I think I think that I experienced enough trauma of that happening in my life. I but also that. that's the part where it's family, right? Yeah, but I don't think that just because it's family is something that I necessarily need. We had this conversation before where we say there's some people that are so used to relationships being toxic that when the relationship is healthy, <laughs> they are ready to run. Yeah, yeah. They are ready to run. Because yeah. I'm not putting this out in the thing, but I think I've been shown love in different ways, but also at the same time, through that process, have learned what it is that I don't want. Mm. But like you said, what is it that you want? 
it's mm. still a question mark. I feel like it's always easy to name the things you don't want than it is to name the things that you actually want. Because then all we're doing is like erasing people. We're erasing the ideas, but then we're not actually putting anything in place. And sometimes I say you are too focused on what it is that you don't want to a point that you end mm. up getting there. Yeah. Right? And I'm not, I don't want to bring Jada and Will into this, but they're like, oh, divorce was never an option for us. So now are you going to accept this? Um, even if it's hurting you, mm-hmm. you are going to keep accepting it because you have taken out the d- divorce option from the picture. Because they've taken out the idea that they can escape. Mm-hmm. But also, are they really escaping or are they trying not to get to do the same thing that their parents did? Mm-hmm. So much so that they even ended up at that point. Mm-hmm. I think because most of us always strive to do or to be better than our parents in one way or another. Yeah. To a point where we sometimes end up becoming our parents mm. because we keep on saying, I want to do better. This is what they did. But you keep on driving yourself mm-hmm. back to that place where they were, right? Yeah. So I get that. I get that. But also, why do we feel like whatever we're going through is a... Um, an experience that only I am experiencing. Because mm. when I said, when you come home and the dishes are not done and you expected your partner to have done the dishes, the first thing that you say is what? Why aren't the dishes done? So I don't, that means that you don't care, love me, or even want to bother with me, mm. right? But in reality, what we're trying to say is, I've had a long day. And out of my day, I've been feeling so lonely that when I come home, rather than feeling close and accepted, I keep feeling as though I'm alone again. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we are so quick to just want to be, it's my experience. You said it earlier best when you said, who wants to be that vulnerable? Oh, <laughs> I say things and I forget. Okay, my name will be like that sometimes. <laughs> Well, who wants to be that vulnerable? You need to be that vulnerable. That's true. That's true. I think, I just think that it is, We grew, I grew up in a culture that wasn't like mm-hmm. very um, expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, it was easy to say hurtful things than it was to just have a conversation or to talk about things that, it's easy to talk about other people, other things, not emotional things. I should put it like that. Mm. But also, have you accepted that the people that you love, the people that you care for the most are the ones that are more likely to disappoint you? Yes, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It is an unfortunate thing to come to terms with. But yes, I have. Right, because we're all flawed, right? Yeah. And because expectations lead to disappointments because we always expect whether it's our parents, it's our partners, it's our friends, we always expect them to be something... Um, we put them in a pedestal and we have these high expectations and when they mm. don't meet them, we're always so devastated. I'm like, why did you expect that much? So then what do we do? So we marry the wrong person anyways. <laughs> then what? Well, we leave. We leave. I don't even want to say happily ever after. I was <laughs> going to say that, but I just stop myself. We leave. There's, there's no happily ever after. <laughs> I, I, think, I think... We continue to negotiate the different... 
avenues that we go through. But I through. think also you have to define what happiness is to you, right? So you, even if you marry that person, if you are, if happiness is you fighting, <laughs> remember, every relationship is a full time job, <laughs> and it's more. It's going to take more than just communicating. It's can we connect at the same level, at the right level, but also, can I continue to forgive you? Oof. reset the things that you do understand your intentions behind the behavior that you do rather than just judging you on your behavior it's easy to just judge you know it's like, the easiest yes self-awareness and like all that helps you want to understand your partner better and stuff but it's easy for me to just be like this means it's trash. <laughs> but you know what I think is interesting? Yeah. If you know your partner does this, I'll give an example. I am the person that I get paid at 3 a.m. If I wake up by 5 a.m., I'm paying all my bills. Like, I'm paying everything. If I have three cents left in my account, I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm content. Is in a relationship with someone that likes to look at his money <laughs> and he has to say it for the whole week. And I was in this space of like, I want to take you, shake you <laughs> because you need to pay your bills. And then you don't want to give me a story about how, oh, you forgot to pay this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was a bit of like, this is who you are. This is who I am. How do I adjust or make sense of who you are without mm -hmm. infringing on how you work? Because there is a value of why you work that way. Yeah. And there's a value of why I work this way. Yeah. For me, security is I've got my things paid for. Your security is looking at the money in the bank account, yeah. right? He's just seeing his hard work. It's just seeing his hard work reflected in a dollar sign. Yeah. Whereas for me, my hard work comes from me seeing that I am not owing anyone. Mm -hmm. I can owe a bank anytime, but not anyone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can owe a bank. I don't mind those, but I had to adjust to say, I am going to trust you and trust that you are going to do what you say you're going to do mm. and when you're going to do it. Because mm. the hardest thing for me was to be less fair when it comes to my finances. <laughs> I probably check my bank account a couple of times a day. <laughs> Just I'm, to be like, I'm if you steal two of, cents from me, yep. mm -hmm. if you steal two cents from me, I will know. I'll be like, mm, this two cents was here. Where did it go? Right? I think you're making fun of me this afternoon with yeah. my sister. Like, do not steal her money. No. She will know. I will follow you. My Let me uh, tell you something. If I owe this one a penny, I will send it. I will find it and I will give it back. Because she'll be like, so. So you'll be laughing at her. You forgot you owe people? <laughs> So I saw you eating food. <laughs> Did you forget you okay, owe me? So now, now you, you bought shoes online and now all of a sudden she's like, so you, you can money. afford shoes, mm -hmm. uh, but you can't afford to pay me back. People have the same energy of borrowing money, of retaining mm -hmm. it. Uh, but please, anyways, please you digress. Carry the same energy. <laughs> but it's that adjustment of saying, this person works this way, right? Yeah. So if you know that for me, it's quite important for you to retain my money, at the time that I asked for it, or when you said you're going to return it. And then when you don't do it, we're going to have a situation. So if you're going to be in a relationship, marriage with someone, you have an understanding of who they are. And there's a difference between an understanding and an, an assumption, mm. right? Like I understand the way you work, but it doesn't mean that's how you're going to always work. No, does it mean if you do something else, you've completely changed? 
because there's That's nothing true. wrong with changing That's true. right yeah. in fact i think people should change more and stop holding on to the old things but if i were to say amanda i need my money and you're like yeah I understand because I know that's how you work. So to make you settle and help you get that security that you need, I'll give you back your money. Mm-hmm. Whereas if someone says they're going to do something and they don't do it, we are going to have a fight. <laughs> This is where the emotions are going to be taken to the next level. Okay. And when that happens, even if you were the perfect guy in all these areas, because you do not understand how I deal with money and my values around why money has to be done a certain way, all that is going to go out the window. I think more often we take it as a personal attack instead of like trying to understand where the other person is mm. coming from or asking them why why couldn't you do this for me or why couldn't you give me my mm-hmm. money back? We are like so they're just disrespectful. Yeah. You know how I work and you're not taking my feelings and who I am into consideration. So can we have an intellectual conversation that doesn't have to be attached to my identity? Mm, it's a very difficult to. Do you know how many times when never we talk to people who were like but me, I, me, I and you're like this doesn't always have to mean this. Yeah. This doesn't have to conclude because yeah. at the end of the day you can like coffee it doesn't mean you are not a, a tea person. That's true. You can always change your mind. And I think uh we sit in the space where people say that's who I am. How do you know it's you? <laughs> I hate that statement. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I've used that statement before and then I've come to a point where I realize that it's a way to stop the other person from saying anything else. Yeah, it's it, it's just a way of saying I don't want to change. I yeah. I, I don't no, like no, don't Like I'm not taking in what you have to say, mm. no do I care what you have to say. That understanding piece goes yeah. out the window. Yeah, Cuz like I have to empathize with you rather than sympathize. That's true. What was the difference between those two? You wrote a paper on this. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Empathizing is putting yourself in somebody else's uh, shoes, mm-hmm. and then sympathizing is just feeling sorry for them. Oh, I actually got it right. You I'm did. So, I'm so proud of myself. See, see, I I put you on the spot no, for a reason. I, I hate you. Well, that. and uh, as uh, Brené Brown says it, it's the ability to be there with someone in their dark space and not saying no one is empathizing with you when they say, well. At least you have a marriage. It might be the wrong person, but at least you have a marriage. That's not empathy. The empathy. That's, okay, that's African empathy. Okay, that's how Af- African people empathize with you. And okay? they're like, at least you got this. Instead. They always find the bright side. It's like, oh, that's not got... a bright side. <laughs> that 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 isn't. Well, this has been uh, us from uh, Love Isn't. Amanda, you have to finish that. Oh, where well, the you is for you. <laughs> We encourage you to be selfish. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We do. We do. I, why are you laughing? That was your line, uh-huh. and that I ended up having to say. We never gave anybody lines. You gotta stop. <laughs> But somehow you ended up saying the selfish part because yes, that's more yes, you we, than... Yes, okay. We encourage you to yeah. be selfish. So although you marry the wrong person, uh, know that there's ways of getting to understand each other. They can be wrong, but you can be right for each other. Right? And two, two, two tens make a right. What, what is it? Two left <laughs> Two left tens make a right. Yeah, right? You just have to figure out a way around it. Yeah. Like, 
you figure out a way that makes sense for you guys whenever it makes sense but don't be afraid of emotions yes, just cancel disney anything that has to do with no but i think recognize where you're coming from and why that was important what role it played and then this time around get to define what you want to see rather than working from a negative of what you don't mm. want to see that is true right and remember sometimes love isn't healthy sometimes um love is us wanting the familiar than actually wanting to be loved because we don't even know what love looks like mm. yeah yes if you guys we never stop talking That's so we're going to cap it here yeah yeah someone has to like stop <laughs> recording cuz it's so enjoy the rest of your week bye bye stop it